If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, greetings! You are listening to The Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you from the interweb, no matter where you may be listening, in this beautiful, but sometimes crazy world, we all share. Hello folks, thank you for tuning in, or for tuning in again. This is episode number 281, The Future. Is it really possible to know a person's future? Want to know about yours? Folks, I've been asked this question well over... God, I I, I don't even know. It's It's got to have been, you know, over a hundred times. In the last couple of years... And, uh, yeah, so I decided, what the hell, I'd, I'd try to, you know, to give an answer to this number one question concerning knowing about a person's future. You see, this is a very tricky thing. And most people have only really scratched the surface if they think it's simple and straightforward, allow me to explain. The truth is that most people don't really want you to tell them their future. They actually want something else. Most people, for example, do not want to be told when they will die, which I totally understand, and I wouldn't want to be told when I was going to die either. it's It kind of rains on the parade of a person's life, don't you think? So, fortunately, death is not something I can or want to predict. But there are many other things that I can. And with about 80 to 90% accuracy, which I believe is actually pretty good, and no, I don't predict them winning lottery numbers. That is, the silliness of futurism is something I have nothing to do with. It is a swindler's game I don't play. But if you are interested in something real, then keep listening. What I am talking about here is being able to give very sound advice. It is intended to be completely positive in nature, and as I just said, it has an 80 to 90% accuracy rate. Still, that's not 100%. But I'm telling you that any sound advice proposing 100% accuracy is somehow crooked. It's bullshit. With two exceptions, death and taxes. But I'm predicting that you already knew that. <laughs> so am I going to tell you what exactly it is that I do or what the methodology is? No, of course not. But I can tell you a bit about what it's not. And then an analogy that should hopefully 
help you to better understand where I'm coming from. What it is not is what I refer to as new agey woo-woo pseudo-scientific bullshit. It has nothing to do with energy fields, chakras, numerology, astrology, reiki, reflexology, shadow people, the greys, bigfoot, zoroastrianism, alternative dimensions, the thin man, astro projection, tarot cards, remote viewing, Ouija boards, or any form of spirituality or religion whatsoever. So here's the analogy. Please stick with me to the end. A lot of people don't know this. The process for selecting new professional basketball players begins at the high school and college levels. And by the time it has reached the college level, there are two primary analyzing metrics that are used to determine which players are actually going to go to the pros. The two analyzing metrics are not only the physical makeup of the player, but the psychological as well. That is to say, how well and quickly the mind and body work together for that particular sport. To put it simply, there are plenty of young men that are tall enough and they are, they even, you know, possess the proper body mass, let's say. Okay. But if they are too ungainly, if they are simply just a bit too awkward or, you know, clumsy, the researchers know that that is something they are most likely not going to grow out of. And they know that's because they have a great deal of analytical tools to measure this, as well as a great deal of historical data. I hope that so far you've been able to follow this. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you how, unfortunately, all this research and analytics being applied to our future potential professional basketball player can completely fly off the rails. You'll remember what I said earlier about offering very sound advice that is 80 or 90% accurate. Well, let me just briefly go back to the potentially professional basketball player to illustrate. Now, once players have gotten to a certain level in college ball, and, uh, you know, the powers that be, they start doing all this analyzing and scrutinizing. They're making a major investment in time and money. And like any other business, investors don't like to see their investments fail. So let's say our guy does make it to the pros. And he's fantastic doing everything they hoped he would do and then some. His future looks really great. Then, after just one or two seasons, disaster strikes. Because he is so young, he can have a tendency to do what we all have done when we were young, 
and stupid make really bad decisions. In this case, he went out on the town partying. He got very intoxicated, lost control of his vehicle while driving at very excessive speed, hit another vehicle, and killed three people. Not to mention serious bodily career-ending injury to himself. So this is what I meant by the very sound advice being 80 or 90% accurate. There are things in life that are simply beyond our control. You can give the best advice in the world, but if that advice goes unheeded, or if they waited too long, it can fail. And then there's also the possibility that absolutely by no fault of their own, just simple bad luck, such as being in the wrong place at the wrong time, things can still go wrong. Now, I'm not in any way trying to be pessimistic. I am simply saying that, for example, a person with very valuable information doesn't want things thrown back at them. If unknown and unpredictable bad things happen, they wouldn't want to hear, well, you told me this, or you told me that. Now look what's happened. To give just one last example, let's say I was a stockbroker, which I'm not, and I wanted to give some very good advice to a client concerning a particular stock. I don't work in stocks or investments either. I could say to them, this is a very stable and rock-solid investment. The overwhelming odds are that you're, you know, you're going to do really well. But there is also a 20% chance that you will lose your entire investment with no recourse. Even the, you know, if the investor is incapable of understanding this, and they ended up losing their entire investment, and became angry at the stockbroker, I believe most people would consider that investor to be an idiot. I know I would. So to wrap things up, at this point, you're probably wondering, what the hell does this have to do with taking and talking about a person's, you know, future? The whole point of this was to illustrate that just because some person, for example, may believe that their future is to own a restaurant, that because they may have had some rudimentary experience working in a restaurant, have the money for the project, and feel that it is their calling in life to own a restaurant, doesn't make it so. And the statistics for new business failures, particularly restaurants, within the first two years seem to back up what I'm saying. Now, had any of those people who were hell-bent on opening a restaurant had sound advice, and with that sound advice, they would have been told that there was a huge conflict between their personality and their skill set. And a restaurant is the absolute worst business for them, they should open. And they actually took that advice, all that time and money, 
that ended up in failure could have been avoided. This, of course, is just a small example, and your desires for what you want to see in your future are as individual as you are. I am just the 300-pound gorilla in the in the fucking room here, waiting to offer some sound advice. Please do hit the subscribe and notification bell as it really helps my channel grow. Also, if you want to help me out with some support, please go to the Ko-Fi link in the description below. Whatever you can afford to give is sincerely appreciated. Until next time, this is Ernest. Thanks for listening. I wish you health, wealth, and good luck.